We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. And welcome to the podcast. We've been trying to get ready to record this. (laughs) Somebody keeps every time Russell's papers, and then you click your pen. Well, (laughs) okay, I'm sorry. It's just... And then... Are we a little wound up today? (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. But I love you. Mm-hmm. Love you. So what's up in the world of peas and carrots? Well, <laughs> I felt like a real live Wizard of Oz last week. We had a Dorothy moment. We did. But I don't have any red shoes. So we're going to have to fix that. Uh, we had the remnants of Ida went over our house. And in the span of 60 seconds... A tor- two tornadoes went over our home. Yeah. And hmm. we got in the closet twice. We did. Trying to survive. Which was quite an experience. Quite an experience. Uh, here's what cracked me up about all of this. The closet downstairs where our recliners and sofa, well, we don't have a sofa right now because well, that's a whole other story. Um, I call it the Harry Potter closet. And some of you will get that. It's the closet under the stairs. Okay. So it's my Harry Potter closet. But it's jammed full. It's got all of our holiday decorations. Okay. So when we got this tornado warning, we're just sitting downstairs in our recliners, laid back, watching TV, had no idea there's even a storm in the area. And let me tell you, if you ever wondered if you would sleep through a tornado warning, you will not. (laughs) That phone? (laughs) I mean, gosh. Well, Miss Kayla goes to the closet and starts taking stuff out. Now, let me explain to you the difference between me and Miss Kayla. I would have been chunking stuff out of that closet left and right. Mm -hmm. What did you do? It wasn't purposeful, but I just started stacking things. And, of course, apparently it was very neatly stacked. (laughs) Yes, it was. Here we are. We could die in three minutes. But that decoration pile is neatly It was game on. Yeah. Why? Because here's my question for you. Mm -hmm. If a tornado were to hit. It wouldn't be neatly stacked. Yes. I understand that. So. So You don't have anything to say, (laughs) do you? She's just sitting over smiling, looking all cute at me. It just happened that way. It's just the way I am. So I did admit, though, from taking a picture and sharing it to social media it looked like i had a fetish with wrapping paper so we have since re-gifted half of our wrapping paper to the thrift store so if you'd have been on the titanic i'd have had wrapping paper and they would they said abandoned (laughs) ship would you have made your bed before you left the room no that's why i I draw the line i so disagree i hate making the bed huh I do. The only reason I make it now is because we have these cute pillows that I spent lots of money on. The only reason we make the bed is because there are cute pillows. Truth. So, 
But we survived. We survived. Another uh, funny part of this, though, we're having our back deck replaced, which that's even. a whole nother story for another day. But the crew had left a bunch of nails, like a whole sleeve of nails, laying on the deck. They never moved. Wind, rain, <laughs> never, howling wind. Never They're moved. just unmoved, <clears throat> which Caleb is was, kind of funny. Kayla was like, baby, what if those fly off and hit somebody? I'm like, I don't care right now. <laughs> There's a tornado. I don't care. So... And they shouldn't be outside and on their bike anyway. It's a tornado. Well, I there's mean, that. So, so, but they never moved. That was odd. Interesting. Yeah. Providence of God. Amen. Social media. Mm. We both have a love-hate relationship with it. We do. Um, pros versus cons for social media. For how we you you actually took a break from Facebook, I guess, for about a year. About six months, I did, and I think sometimes that's what you have to do if you know that you're in a place personally that it's not helpful to you, or the way you use it is not going to be helpful to other people. Then take a break. Give yourself that. I think for me, though, I realized I missed seeing friends and family from a distance we're so spread out being from new orleans being from england being from all the places that you lived when you were growing up it's hard not to be in that space and get to see how things are because it's okay i mean in reality i could text and keep up with people but that's a lot of people who's got time for in a lot of different places so i think that's one of the pros of social media is that you can stay somewhat connected with people that you don't see in everyday life but the cons the cons believing or thinking that friendships are defined by social media Mm. that people that you're friends with in private may not interact with you publicly Yes. That's a big struggle for both of us. Okay? Yes. Uh, You're just putting that out there. So, uh, because it makes me wonder, why won't you interact with me? Is there something weird with me? Is there something broken with me? I mean, you'll be friends with me privately, but you won't interact with me publicly. Mm. Does Does that make sense? It does. And I think something I had to come to terms with, you know, you read all these interesting posts, and I love the lessons I can take from what some people share. I remember reading this whole post one time about comparison. I honestly don't struggle with that. I just, I know people do and love your heart. I'm pretty confident in who I am and what I'm meant to be. And I just kind of march to my own drumbeat. What I do struggle with is rejection. Mm. So what came clear to me is people who were very content to engage with me in a private sphere, I felt very rejected in social media. Mm. And so I needed to take some time away and figure out what, what was the trigger, what was causing that for me. Mm. I also came to realize, for me personally, Facebook one of the cons of Facebook, and we've all felt this, is the trolls. 
and I could probably stop right there and you know exactly who I'm talking about. The private messages that people aren't brave enough to put so it you out. you want me to go there? If you want to, sure. Um, I just wrote a post today in response to some of this. Hmm. Uh, I guess four or five days ago, I wrote a post where I was quoting Jesus, talking about going the extra mile, giving the person, if your person asks, if a person asks you for like two cloaks, you give them both, you give them two. And Jesus' point is being show grace above grace, go the extra mile with mm-hmm. people. And so I use that, and here we go, to talk about mask wearing, about mm. just go the extra mile, wear the mask. Sure. And oh my word i had now we have a rule we have a rule that i that i've for both of us so i'm going to interject real quick b's dad had an expression that i loved if you can't run with the big dogs stay on the porch and the way that translates to facebook for me is if you're willing to dish it out you have to be willing to take Correct. it. So B and I both operate under this rule. Where I draw the line is hate. So publicly I got accused of binding believers' conscience, which for us as Presbyterians, meaning you, you, you create a law that Jesus didn't create. Well, I could go down that road, and I don't want to, but I was publicly accused of living in fear of not being strong privately is where it got crazy. Hmm. Uh, messages of, you know, that if I took science seriously, I'd lose 200 pounds because if I don't, science says I'll die. One person wrote me a private message that said, I wish you were like your dad, which is dead. Uh, another person, and there had to be 25 of these. And so I spent that afternoon blocking people because as I, we don't need that kind of crazy in our house. So for me, social media, here's, let me, let me just say this. Here's, this is where I've landed. You're not going to convince anybody of anything on social media. Certainly not right now. It is. It if is, ever. Yeah, if ever. It's just everybody has gone into their boxes, into mm-hmm. their holes, and they're not going to be convinced, and they don't want to hear a different opinion. But that crushed me. I mean, that really hurt me. And here's here's a vulnerable side. I'm a large man. I have a speech impediment. And so I often think that, like, I'm not worthy of people's friendship, that people don't want to be near me. They don't want to be around me. And so I keep toxic people around me on Facebook and possibly through, like, texting. I solved that problem this weekend. I'm like, listen, I deserve better than this. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that was hate. I can take the heat, but I'm not going to take your crap. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. So. I think one caution to all of us, if you wouldn't print it in the newspaper, it doesn't need to be put in a private message and it doesn't need to be posted on a comment and i think if if i claim to be a jesus follower what am i saying that makes that look 
worthy of others following or what am I doing that might push people to think atheists are better friends than this? <laughs> yes. Amen and yes. How do we navigate social media? So for me, I block trolls. Mm-hmm. I'm now pivoting a little bit to where I share stuff about the podcast. I'll share funny memes. I, I don't write as much as I used to, and that was a trap for me because I would spend all – I would spend like the bulk of a day like – trying to write three paragraphs about leadership and I'd run those over in my head and then I'd write them and I'm like and I'd share it and I'd get five likes Mm. and then I'd share a picture of Sprocket and get 850 well he was adorable and so (laughs) nobody could compete with Sprocket so don't feel bad but this is my point is that would make me feel like a failure Mm. and so I had to separate that out that just because people don't like it doesn't mean that they're not consuming it. Truth. And simply because certain people didn't like it, didn't hit that like button, doesn't mean that they don't like Brian. True. Now, some of them don't, but that's on another issue. Well, I'll deal with them later. That's not. I think. <laughs> what are you going to do? One thing that I would love to shout to everybody your worth is not defined by any like, mm. any heart, any whatever that social media can give you. Mm. You are loved by the creator of the universe. He made one of you and one of you only. And if time on social media leaves you feeling as if you don't measure up or nobody cares about you or you have nothing useful to say, Take a step back, surround yourself, ask God to, I know this sounds trite, but I've done it and I've felt it, ask God to surround you with people who will remind you of your value. Mm. They will pour into you so that then when the time is right, you can pour into others. But don't sit in the trap of, oh, I got 300 likes or I only got 10 likes and everyone else is getting. That's a very scary rabbit hole. And I've been in that rabbit hole. Mm. And I've lived there. And how do I want to say this? You have to create mental boundaries for yourself. And put things in different compartments. And there's a thing that I often say to people is this. Did you ten years ago before there was Facebook? How did you how, how did you define a a friendship? Hmm. Why don't you use those same rules today? Yeah. Even though we have Facebook, uh, one they may not have seen the post. Facebook's algorithm. Secondly, let me just say this to to, to me and you. We're both leaders in an, in an organization, and I'm the executive vice president. There might be employees who don't want to like our posts because they're seen as they, they might kissing they might, up to yeah, the boss. Yeah, brown nosing. Yeah. Sorry to use that term, but that's what dad used to say. So I have to keep all that in mind. Sure. And not go to a place of like self rejection that they're rejecting or me. pity. Yeah. Or, or I mean, pity. let's be real. So, yeah, I, I like think that. for all of us, 
boundaries and who gets to have a voice. Those are two very important rules for Facebook. And how you use your voice, I think, is even more important. And never forget this. Facebook is designed to give you a little hit that when somebody likes your post, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel this approval. So it's designed to do that to you. Keep that in mind that they are programming you to think like that. Yep. And that's not how life works. And and if you carry that out, you can end up in a relationship with God like that, that i got to do this, this, and this in order for him to like me. And that's not the gospel, and that's not grace. Yeah. So I would also say this in, in closing for me. If you find that you're in a place where your creative side or your free-thinking side is suffering, examine how you're spending your time on social media. And maybe you need to take a break because those six months that I was away from social media, I wrote better, I thought better, I actually read more books, believe it or not. So be mindful of how you're using that time and set some healthy boundaries for yourself so that you can be the best version of who you are. And that's some wisdom from Miss Kayla. What are we reading? Books and lots of books. Yes. And we love books. We do. Barnes and Noble should sponsor this segment of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What are you reading, Miss Kay? Well, I'm rereading a book. I just started rereading a book called, um, I think it's called Rhythms of Renewal. Forgive me, Rebecca Lyons, if I just got your book wrong. Um, But it's about the rhythms of our life. And she encourages us to lean into, like, um, rest and there's i don't want to spoil it there's four rhythms so if you're intrigued i don't want to take anything away from the book it is a fantastic book for those of us who deal with anxiety or need help thinking through you know how we structure our lives and it even comes with it has a journal that you can walk through so that's a good one i'm about to start a book by adam grant and b you've read that one is it Think Again? Is yes. that the name of Excellent. it? Excellent. And so, and then, of course, I'm always reading a murder mystery. So, <laughs> But you just started a devotional. I saw that in the last couple of I days. I did. I started a new, well, it's, I think it's an older devotional, actually, by Priscilla Shire. It's called Awaken. And I started that devotional yesterday. And so far, it is fantastic. Okay. And it's not... It's not one that takes like 30 minutes. So if you're looking for something that it's a quick read, but it gives you a lot to think about in just a couple of pages, it's a good choice. Okay. Uh, What am I reading? Uh, uh, Leading in Times of Crisis by John Maxwell. The Gospel-Shaped Leader by Scott Thomas. He's on staff at Emmanuel Nash. Um, First Friends by Gary Ginsburg. It is the story of uh, the best friends of our presidents and how their relationships mm. worked into leadership. That's been fascinating for me, le- learning stuff. Uh, they got some stuff about Lincoln wrong, but I'm trying to. I'm try- yes. I'm tr- Ooh, yeah. You haven't burned it? Not yet. They've only found two errors, but that's okay. And then I'm reading Hope in Times of Fear by Tim Keller. Mm. That's been really good. So Awesome. And then you have a question here you wanted us to ask. So a moment of truth, how many books 
are on your to be read stack. Thanks for tuning in today. To the <laughs> I'd have to say at least 25. Yeah, we'll go with that. How about you? That sounds good. You know. <laughs> a lot. But we still go where? To Barnes & Noble. Yeah, so, hey, what are you reading? Let us know. You can visit us uh, on our Facebook page at Facebook, and you just go to look up Peas and Carrots Podcast, or you can go to our web- website and email us. It's peasandcarrotspodcast.com. But also... You can search for us on Facebook, Peas and Carrots Podcast. Okay. And you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots Podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.